0: Oh, I almost forgot. Our favorite expert. Chad Goodall. Oh, uh, you're right. And when you're right, you're right. And you, you're always right. Let's get this thing
1: started. Cheers.
2: Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Sports Buzz, our podcast where we talk sports and get a buzz on. As always, the buzz is brought to you by the beautiful, delicious Strangeland Brewery. Don't have any Strange Strangeland because we are at Nate's in Buda tonight.
1: But it is a beer for any, every, and all occasions.
2: Yeah, that's damn right. I'm your host, Spencer Spillman. My co-host, Coach I almost screwed it, up. man! Just, I almost screwed it. Just up. a
1: new new location. You just almost messed our whole show up.
2: I know, man. It's good to be back in Uh There will be a little background noise, music going on. It's a party. People drinking, having a good time. It it's is a, a party. Bar. It is a bar, uh, but it's good to be back. Uh, we are missing our fearless host slash producer Ballad. He is gone across the, side the the other side of the world.
1: Yeah, he, he went over some ocean. That's <laughs> all I know.
2: Uh. Uh, we got Brett Garrett, head bro out at Onion Creek, sitting in with us as well. You may hear a little bit from him, or you might just hear him drinking. Either way, uh, thanks for being here, Brett. But uh, Chad should be here at some point during the show. We're hoping. <laughs> Maybe.
1: He, he said he would, but, you know, you never know with that guy.
2: If you're listening, you are listening on SoundCloud and iTunes. Please give us a follow on SoundCloud. Subscribe on iTunes and give us some five-star reviews. Like those episodes and share them with your friends. Uh, the other guy we're missing are... Mascot Domingo the Flamingo.
1: Dude, I know I forgot him. Damn he's man. he's trapped in Ballad's house for like forever. Damn. It's got to be forever at this point.
2: Yeah, we, we may never see him again. Oh, no. We may never see Domingo.
1: And it's funny because you mentioned uh, he never misses a show. He's always on time. Where, where is that guy today?
2: He just couldn't, forgot. Couldn't fly here. He forgot we had it's a show. too far. Do flamingos fly? Yeah. A little bit? They fly a lot of it. Oh, okay, I didn't know. They can travel. All right. Uh, but yeah, we'll talk about Strangeland. Uh, the new, uh, watermelon IPA is out. Um, just had the release party this past weekend. I was not able to make it. I was down working in New Braunfels, but... Neither was Ballad, who, who for sure said it was
1: on the said calendar. Said he was for sure going. And he put it on the calendar, so that was a guarantee, he said. But, uh, I was the only one who showed up. How was it? Uh, the food was delicious. The beer was cold. It was a good time. So my brother's actually talking to a girl. It was like low-key... A party, though. I mean, yeah? it wasn't like a normal Strangeland party. It was super low-key, real chill. But uh, Adam did bring out a goblet of watermelon and watermelon IPA. I mean,
2: probably like a gallon and a half of alcohol <laughs> in just one cup. It was amazing. Well, my brother is actually talking to this girl, and they've been on a couple of dates now. And he told me uh, that she's actually used to work at Strangeland. Like, she saw one of his Snapchats and was like, oh, I love Strangeland. I uh, used to work there.
1: Used to. Mistake. And she was at the party. It must be a mistake then.
2: Yeah, he said she was there at the party, and then they hung out on Sunday. So that's kind of cool.
1: Well, I was the only one who made it to the party from the pod, so.
2: Did you try any of uh, the limiteds? I can't even remember what I had, oh, to God. be honest with you. That's, that's well done. It was that good of a party. That's Okay, fair enough. <laughs> uh, our other sponsors, Mountain Breeze Campground down in New Braunfels. Go check them out on River Road. Water's still there, kind of. Uh, weather's still hot, and the water's still cold. Take some strange lands with you. Uh, I almost went and jumped in the water today because I was deathly hungover and I needed something. <laughs> but uh,
1: it is a good recovery method.
2: It, dude. It's 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 still always cold coming out the bottom of the lake. Oh yeah. Uh, even though there's not a whole lot of it, there's a few spots you can get get wet, get underwater, um, and drink plenty of beer while you're out there. Keep you cooled off, keep you hydrated, kind of. Uh, Follow the brewery on Twitter, at Strangeland Brew. Follow us, at SportsBuzzTX. We will go ahead and get this shit started. Uh, we, As I mentioned, we are at Nate's live show. Well, as live as we can get. As <laughs> yeah. uh, live as we can produce it. Yeah. It'll sound live when you listen to it. Yeah. Um, but uh, is everyone in the studio? Absolutely not. Ballad will not be back for the uh, foreseeable future. Maybe for, never. Forever. He may just stay in Thailand. Yeah. Uh, but uh, So this is our new traveling studio we got <laughs> set is up is here. This is it. This is it. It's I got gig. the uh, the HEB handheld shopping cart uh, full of gear today. <laughs> um, got it all set up before you got here. Hey, you
1: found a sturdy table though. This it's is, solid. is so much sturdier than solid. What, anything we ever work with.
2: Steel legs. I mean, this thing is is uh, not going anywhere. Um, but yeah, we got the whole traveling studio. Four four mics are out. We'll see if we get four people on those mics at some point tonight. Um, but yeah, Hopefully somebody will come out drink a beer and talk sports with us. But for now, it's just myself and Coach. So this may be our new studio for the next couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, we don't know what Chad's deal is with uh, the home. He just said there's a lot of home stuff he's dealing with. Homes. Homes. Gosh. What can you do with them? And uh, I for sure already told you I'm not driving all the way up to North Austin, and you said you for sure not driving all the way to San Marcos. New Braunfels. no. So this may be the best location, right in the middle kind of. Um good people, good drinks, and uh, good atmosphere. So I hope you guys like it. Hopefully the uh, background noise isn't too much to deal with. It's not I a like terrible it. setup. I like the music going on. I'm sorry. Right. I like people clicking glasses and drinking beers and stuff, so it'll be a good sound. Good ambiance. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> uh, so yeah, this'll definitely be a very different kind of show. Um, just myself and coach. We've never had it. uh It's never been a just Coach the Dale, Dale show. Of us. Never no. been a Coach Dale show. No, no, no. Uh, so this will be fun. And I'm going to try not to ruin everything over here on look, this uh, this board. I think we've got the sound doing okay. It looks My odd. responsibilities were show guides
1: and first impressions. I got it all done, sent out, and in ballad-specific Word and PDF format. So uh, he should be very proud of me. Uh, we're I, on a roll right now. I'm proud of you. So far, so good.
2: I'm proud of you. I had to do literally zero prep for the show. Other than show up and bring all the sound equipment, which I almost forgot leaving my trailer today. I well, was like, I locked the door, got in the car, and I was like, shit, I forgot everything I need for the show. Well, it might as well have rained. <laughs> yeah. It might as well have been raining. Coach wouldn't be here. So <laughs> um, let me go ahead and get this show bet pulled up, and I'll let you go ahead and talk about it, Coach. Well,
1: first of all, our show bet from last week uh, did not finish in our normal show times because we were on fire. Uh, But we hit. Uh, Again, when we leave the games on by the end of the show, we're on fire right now. Uh, We took the under in the Rockies-Astros. Rockies ended up winning 5-1 in Houston, so we hit and we cashed last week. Um, So we decided we were going to ride the unders, and we took the under 7.5 in the Atlanta Braves versus Pittsburgh Pirates game tonight. So uh, we'll see how that turns out for us. Where are we at in that
2: game? We are at 0-0 in the bottom of the fourth. That was an early start game. So we're looking solid. Yep, yep. And that one should get finished before the end of both of our shows. We'll see. Um, But... A lot of stuff going on in baseball today. Uh, We'll probably touch on some of that a little bit later on.
1: We'll find out if we're going to
2: hit some of that a little bit later. Uh, But the last piece
1: of show business, uh, we mentioned it last week, we got to have Lana updates. Uh, She's in a new environment, new home. Uh, I got her all set up in her own room in my house. Is she still alive? She actually had a guest over the weekend, so she was plenty happy. Um, and I got to say, Lana is a pure track leap. We have uh, put her in the ball every evening, and she has literally run all around our house. Uh, the dog and cat are extremely confused. They have no <laughs> idea what's <laughs> happening. They both want to get to the hamster, but have no idea how to, and I think they're terribly afraid the- of the, the plastic ball.
2: Well, it's good that you're exercising her because she was gaining some weight.
1: Hey, if he's going to go on the keto diet, I'm going to whip Lana into shape over the next three weeks.
2: Yeah, she needs it. She definitely needs it. Um, All right, let's go ahead and talk some NFL preseason uh, because we are two weeks through preseason games, two more left, and then it's time for real football. Um, But this is the last week that we have with no real football. We got college football starting next week. Kind of and then the week after well you got like the first you got your scrubby win- thir- games Thursday Friday games yeah, yeah first
1: scrubby college games we'll have our first real look at athletes in the NFL in week 3 of preseason and then they'll take a week off again and we'll figure out final yeah, rosters yeah we'll get a dress
2: rehearsal on uh, week 4 and
1: then we'll figure it out and then we'll have week 1 so can't wait can't uh, it's wait. coming up coming up soon
2: yeah uh, we got a fantasy football show we need to do yeah, um, that's ASAP, up. because you and I... Well,
1: we'll have a draft coming We have up our draft this, this, this Friday. Yeah.
2: I'm excited.
1: You should be. Really excited. Are you going to make the trek up to uh, North Austin for that? I am. All right. I am. I'm all spending right. the night. Good.
2: Because we got the engagement. You're, Dude, you can sleep with Lana
1: and check her and out. Emily. We'll both have Lana
2: <laughs> You and Emily got the uh, engagement party Saturday, so looking forward to all of that. But uh, what stories you got from, from training camp this week? All right. So, big thing about
1: football, it is a business. So... Uh, Contracts are king in this game, uh, and I got a nice little done deals and holdout segment for us. Yeah, uh, a lot few, of that stuff going on. A few of the prime athletes uh, either still holding out for new contract negotiations or they've already inked their deal and have shown up to camp. Uh, we'll start with the done deals, a uh, couple looks at some, some primetime guys. First up we will talk is the man Julio Jones. The Atlanta Falcons wide receiver There was some speculation that he might end up getting traded Or leave Atlanta this offseason uh, Yeah I
2: remember when we uh, when we First heard this story Yeah, I had heard that he may go to the Patriots I was like please don't let that happen
1: Not the case uh, He signs a brand new deal um, It's a five year deal Worth 71.25 million dollars That boy
2: getting paid
1: Oh wait I read the wrong thing Oh, my God. Uh, He just got an extension. He had a couple years left on it. I'm sorry. I fucked that one up. Um, Jesus. Come prepared. You only got, like, 16 pages of notes over there. So his revised deal is only netting him an additional $3 million um, this year, and he's going to get a $4.4 million signing bonus, um, and then his base salaries are going to be somewhere around $10 million over the next four years. So... Um, It was a revised deal to restructure some of the money, um, but he is going to be guaranteed a little bit more this year um, and got some nice deals for the future. Um, What do you think about that, Spencer? God Uh, bless. Give me. Yeah, go ahead. I'm going to have to take a drink. Go ahead. But, Dale... Why don't you just go to the bar and get you one? Yeah, I'm going to do that. (laughs) Uh, But, Dale, why don't you just give us your thoughts on uh, Julio's new... uh, I guess you could say franchise deal with Atlanta. Uh,
2: Yeah, um, I think it's... Necessary. The the city loves him. The team clearly showed that they like him enough to go ahead and and pay him uh, what he's been waiting on. So he is the franchise wide receiver. He is maybe one of the best athletes in the NFL, in my opinion, at receiver. Uh, So I think it's a big deal. I I think that he loves the city of Atlanta and wanted to stay there no matter what. And it's about time that they they finally figured out – Came to came to a deal because it would have just been weird without him there. Uh Matt Ryan would absolutely flop and falter without him. So uh yeah, it definitely needed to happen. Uh
1: well another guy who is showing up to camp, uh David Johnson. He is in the final year of his rookie contract. Um he is looking for a brand new deal, but it looks like it's not gonna cause him any concern this season. Um, The Cardinals did not offer a new contract. Um, They'll probably look to sign him uh, after the current season, but after the the tragic year that he had last year with Mm. the injury, um, I think David Johnson has something to prove, and it looks like the organization and him are on good terms uh, to where he'll show up to camp and and be there ready to go for the season, uh, unlike some of the other guys that we'll mention later on this list. Do
2: you think he'll ever be back to what he was? I think he can be. I mean,
1: David Johnson is a phenomenal athlete. Uh, you've seen what Adrian Peterson can do on his ACL uh, surgeries. So there, there's no telling. This can go one of two ways, but you never know until he hits the field. Yeah. Uh, and then you see what happens then.
2: For sure. I mean, he definitely – the injury was weird, and we'll see if he can stay healthy. Um, but he just had that one breakout year, so it's always, it's always worrisome at least for me, to see, uh, to see guys get hurt so early on and then never get back to where they're at.
1: Yeah, but he's a young guy, so you yeah. got to think he'll bounce back quickly, um, and hopefully he does because he's an exciting uh, person to watch on the field.
2: Oh, absolutely. He's a stud.
1: Uh, and last but certainly not least, uh, the Titans tackle Taylor Luan gets a brand-new deal. Uh, this coming after Nate Solder just got paid handsomely by the Giants. Uh, Luan is probably the most dominant left tackle in all of the league, um, and he is now the highest-paid offensive lineman ever. He got a brand-new five-year $80 million extension, um, and he'll have an average salary of $16 million over the the terms of that deal. What do you think about Taylor Luan getting
2: paid? Um, that's a lot of money. Uh, the fact that he's making more than – Anybody in Dallas as as good as Dallas's O line has been, um, you know, more money than some of these guys that have been in the league forever. Um, you know, what was it? Joe is it Joe Thomas? The, the Browns yeah. have just retired. Yep. Um, that's crazy, man. Uh, but you got to pay the guys that keep the most important player healthy. Yeah,
1: and especially when team. off of his rookie deal of the first four years of his career in the NFL, he's made the Pro Bowl in each of the last two seasons. Um, he's, he's the future of that offensive line. He's the staple of it. He's what's going to protect Marcus Mariota. Um, and it's, it's good that they got a deal to make him happy because he's going to make them extremely happy well, on yeah, offense.
2: you, you got to pay the O-line. you got to pay the big boys in the trenches um, because they're the ones that keep those franchise quarterbacks up on their feet and keep, the, keep those holes open for your, you know, your huge running backs. So the guys that make all the money, they rely on the big boys up front. So that makes it makes total sense. That's the way the NFL is going. Is you're going to pay the big boys more than you're going to pay these running backs and receivers all day long. Yeah, Um, but these guys
1: were all ready to work and they are showed up at camps uh, and ready to put in some time this season. Uh, But some guys who's still sitting at home. Some guys who are not at camp. Uh, We'll start with someone who we've mentioned before, Earl Thomas, safety of the Seattle Seahawks. Um, He has. One year left on his deal with Seattle, but he is holding out because he wants an extension or a trade to a team that wants to make him part of their future. Um, Earl has been very clear and I guess, his demands of Seattle. He's going to show up when it comes time for the regular season, I feel like, but uh, at the end of the day, he does not have to show up to this stuff, and he's, he's stated his cli- staked his claim in what he wants.
2: Well, he gets fined fine for not showing up. Yeah,
1: for the preseason games. Yeah. But ultimately – How do you think this resolves? Do you think Earl's getting traded, or do you think Earl's going to play for Seattle and wait till free agency?
2: Um, The homer in me wants them to finally do something and trade him to Dallas like he wants, but um, I don't see that happening until next offseason. I see him being a Seahawk and not playing very much um, this coming season just because they're not going to play him. I see him being a Seahawk until next offseason, then he's free agent, he can go wherever he wants. They're not going to trade him. He's, he's worth too much for them, and the only way that they're going to get what they want for him is if somebody gives up way too much, and I don't see Dallas giving up you know, a first or a second-round draft pick just to get an aging, injury-prone, in his last couple years safety, although he's still a great, a great strong safety. And he's still only twenty nine, so he's right. not terribly old. Right. But uh, you I know, said aging, not old. We we've seen. The, <laughs> I didn't use the O word. Yeah,
1: we've we've seen the influx though of young, link, lengthy cornerbacks that have come into this league, and just defensive backs in yeah. general. Um, the Legion of Boom is a thing of the past. It's no longer the thing in Seattle, and Earl knows that, and so he's just ready to make moves towards a new part of his career, um, the final chapter, I guess you probably could say. Uh, But we'll see what happens for Earl Thomas. But for now,
2: he's going to be staying at home. He's definitely vocalized that he wants to come back to his real home, and that would be the state of Texas. Um, I would love for that to happen, whether it be Dallas or Houston. uh, I just think that would be cool for him to finish his career in his home state. And he'd have a tremendous impact there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Another guy staying at home, uh, the boy Khalil Mack uh, out of Oakland. Uh, Dude, this is crazy to me. This is such a crazy story. And the organization have really not come to terms to anything. They're Um, not even talking. No, and that's the biggest problem is that Khalil Mack is probably the most productive linebacker in the league uh, next to Vaughn Miller, and he wants to be paid like it. And the organization, after restructuring Gabe Jackson and David Carr's contracts last year, said they were going to make it a priority to do Khalil Mack's this year. They have not. They have yet to do anything Uh, Mac has now sat out two preseason games, bringing his total fines to $1.628 million so far this season. Uh, And it looks like there's no end in sight in this
2: holdout. I don't think so. Um, I just think it's crazy that you can't figure out a way to come to a deal with one of the best defenders in the NFL. Pay that man what he wants, because if you don't, somebody will. And that's just a fact, you know. He's going to make his money, and if you don't pay him, he's going to go somewhere else for less than what you're offering him just because he wants to shove it in your face. He'll go to San Francisco and and get paid half as much just to beat them. And and here's the thing. That's the biggest fear, and it doesn't
1: seem like Oakland cares about that. They should absolutely care. If he goes to San Francisco or Seattle, he's going to be just as dominant, if not more. If they have to see him
2: twice a year, they are going to regret Every single bit of not paying that. And pay.
1: that's exactly what Khalil Mack would want to do. <laughs> yeah. Is a revenge twice a year oh, on the yeah. team that refused to pay him and then I would love throw that. all that money in their face. I would love that. And that's why um, I love
2: that Richard Sherman went to San Francisco. Yeah. Like, screw you guys. You gave up on me because I'm a little bit older, got a bad injury. I'm going to play you twice a year, and I'm going to beat the shit out of your receivers.
1: Yeah. And last but certainly not least, uh, a guy who is returning to this list, Aaron Donald uh, of the Los Angeles Rams, uh, is holding out again. Um, This guy held out last year. They picked up his fifth-year option of his rookie deal, and you know what? He just decided, I'm going to show up. He missed week one and then was still the most dominant defensive lineman, one defensive player of the year. Um, he's just an absolute force. It's a shame that Los Angeles Rams are refusing to pay this guy what he's worth because he is not worth a rookie deal anymore. It's time to restructure yeah. and give him a contract that this suits is, him.
2: This is another one that's crazy to me. Like This guy is going to be a staple for your defensive line for the next 10 years, and you are pinching pennies over a couple million dollars because you don't want to pay him. Well, like I said, somebody will. Yeah. Somebody definitely will. The guy is an absolute animal, and you're right. There's nobody comes off the line better than Aaron Donald, and I would hold out if I was him too. If you're that much of a badass and they're still not going to pay you, fine. Wait till somebody else will. I think we all knew this was
1: coming. Uh, the biggest difference between Mac and the Raiders and Donald and the Rams is that Donald is on good terms with the organization. They want him back. They want him to be a long-term solution on that defense um and i feel like they will get a deal at some point he's gonna play the regular season maybe on his fifth year option but at some point either in the year or after immediately after this guy is going to sign a big contract with the Rams. so well
2: you see uh you see big name guys like that um most recently for dallas it was zach martin oh shit (laughs) yeah yeah drink up got me um but Martin and the team were on good terms. He was playing. Um, but they were still working together to get a deal done. And Dallas knows how valuable that dude is as your right, your right guard position. So they did everything they could, got him signed to a huge deal, and everybody's happy. So if, if the organization realizes how important these guys really are, and uh, they should, especially two guys, Mac and Donald, they'll make a way, they'll find a way to make it happen. Um, I just don't see Oakland really working towards trying to find a way. That's the only thing I see is... Yeah, that one's, that one's going to be a train wreck for it's sure. It's going to be awful, man. Uh, but moving on, uh, we had a
1: joint practice last week between uh, that team from Washington and the New York Jets. <laughs> or I should say the New Jersey Jets. I did um, see that. There was a, a play in the end zone where Terrell Pryor went up to get a ball. Uh, his big hands did not come down with it, and he was defended. Um, DJ Swearinger, who is not even in pads. He's just carrying his helmet around the practice field, starts really just barking from the sideline. like Former Houston super, Texan. Super excited. Uh, yeah, and he's just happy for, talking, his, happy talking for trash secondary He's talking to Terrell Pryor. Uh, Terrell Pryor doesn't like it very much. He comes over to Swearinger, and Swearinger flinches like he's going to throw a punch, and Terrell Pryor just flinches That's full a way, bad look, Just shakes bro. away. He's got full pads and a helmet on. Swearinger is wearing no pads, no helmet. Just helmet in his hand. I thought, he thought Swanger did have his helmet on. In his hand. Oh, my God. And Pryor just f- shakes away. It was uh, a bad look. I got to say, it's a bad look for Terrell Really Pryor.
2: bad look for... A much bigger guy. Pryor is probably three or four inches taller than Swearanger. Well, He's a it, little
1: cornerback. And especially just after Todd Bowles came out last week and <laughs> talked trash about you. Like, this this is not a good look for Troll Pryor. Nah. Right He's, He's looking, just
2: too soft. Looking soft as a napkin, man. Um, and
1: uh, lastly, out of training camp stories, uh, that team from Washington, yeah, we're going to talk about them again. Him again. Uh, we talked about Darius Geis going down with the ACL last week. Well, they've made adjustments. Yes, uh, they have. They have signed AD Adrian day. Peterson and Davion Smith. Uh, Peterson signs a one-year vet minimum for 1.015 mil. Um I gotta say, this is a great move by I agree. that team from Washington.
2: I agree. I actually do like it a lot. Um, I mean, they still got Rob Kelly. Right. They still have Samaje
1: Ryan and now Adrian Peterson is going to add another element to that. And honestly, if those guys don't live up to it, yep. Peterson will come in and step up the game for them. So. so yeah, he uh, had his first
2: practice today. did, did you um,
1: see what he's wearing?
2: Uh,
1: Clinton Portis, twenty six. Oh, that's that's going to be exciting. Interesting for sure.
2: That's kind of cool, um, yeah. I hate to say it, but I, I mean, great. Now I get to see Adrian Peterson twice a year. Yeah, there you go. So, well, at, at least, least for this one year. year. At least for this year. But uh, uh, that it for for camp. That's training camp stories. Cool, man. Let's hit a break real quick. Uh, what do we got coming out? Front page news. We'll get right back. Uh, give you a little music. Be right back with some more sports buzz live here at Nate's. Bzz. So just me? trust me Something in the air just above me Something like a dream state You call it a clean break Do you feel the vibes, baby?
1: Do you feel the vibes,
2: Welcome back to the Sports Buzz, I'm your host, Dale, and uh, we, had Dale. A special, we had a special guest show up during our break, uh, our other co-host, Mr. Chad Goodall, how you doing, buddy? Man, I'm a
0: co-host and special guest, what could be better? We didn't even know you were going to be here, man. Hey, I tried to tell you guys I was going to be late, but uh, technical difficulties on the <laughs> said phone, so it didn't. I don't even think it's sent to you guys, unless, if it did, it was extremely late.
2: Oh, I did get it. Okay. I did get it. Okay. All right, I like. I that. just didn't believe you.
0: That's true. That's true. I told you guys I'd be late. <laughs> yeah, I thought uh, it was a ghost text. <laughs> you know what? Fair. <laughs> that's all i have to say. Is that that's that's definitely fair. Uh, all but right. It is good to be here. I'll good to have that. you here. Just, Live here at Nate's. So I, I did I did hear this from uh, the bartender here at Nate's that uh, all the beers they have on tap are Texas beers. Correct. So I've let them know. I let them know about Strangeland because it should be here. Should be Texas huh? beer. Should right be down on tap. Local uh, should be here.
1: Well, the show must go on, as they say. Yeah, um, even without
0: Ballad
2: show our show on.
1: bet is going on right now. It is the bottom of the sixth with one out. It is two nothing Atlanta, so we are looking nice and comfortable on our show bet so far.
2: And you just jinxed it. Cool, that's great,
0: Dale.
1: Um, no, 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 <laughs> you jinxed it. So. I didn't say
0: anything. Moving
2: on, Dale, continue the show. Yeah, I'm not saying a word, because every time I say something about a show bet, it gets fucked. Uh, But, hey, Chad, you showed up right in time for your favorite segment. It's time for a little front page news.
0: Oh, I love this. I love
2: this segment. We'll have to talk about that in
1: our next show. Perfect. But this segment is brought to you... By Coach. Uh, Coach did the show guide. Coach came up with some front page news. Coach did and all the
2: work. I'm just trying not to, try not to delete the episode Coach right now. Coach
1: is golden like our golden homer last week. Uh, first up, the headline. None dazzles with first pitch strike at White Sox game.
0: Ooh, love this. I don't
1: know if you guys saw this. Saw it. But uh, over the last week, uh, let's see, what's her name? Sister Mary Joe Sobiech. Oh, yeah, dude. Sobiech. Sister Mary Joe, uh, Sister Mary Joe from Marian Catholic. Uh, Chicago is just infatuated with sisters Loyola. right now. Uh, first, it was Sister Jean Delore Schmidt in Loyola's run to the Final Four. Uh, she actually had a bobblehead made of her uh, that sold 17,000 units. It's, As she I'm, should. Yeah, it's literally the most selling bobblehead of, of its kind.
2: Of all time, maybe? Yeah. Of all time. Um,
1: and now, Sister Mary Joe Sobiek. Is gonna have a bobblehead made for her to go in the Hall of Fame, Bobblehead Hall of Fame and Museum.
0: Love it. Um,
1: her first pitch was wild, man. She she uh, she did one of those toss the ball to your elbow and pop it back up into your hand. Ooh. And then just a sweet little wind up and a nice little curve just dipped in for a strike. Swing. Uh, absolutely perfect. What do you guys think about
2: the nuns getting in on the game in Chicago? So she got a little flashy with it and uh, was feeling herself before that pitch, huh? She knew what was coming. I don't know like. if she
0: was feeling herself because I don't know if that's allowed. She, but uh,
2: definitely not. <laughs> she, uh, yeah, she had God on her side. So you knew that thing was going right down the pipe.
0: Oh yeah, oh it was beautiful, beautiful thing to watch. Um, sign her up. That's all I have to say. And if you like, sign her to something, the bobbleheads are only a cool twenty-two
1: dollars, sixteen dollars plus eight dollars shipping and handling. Uh, it could be yours. At the low, low cost.
0: Did uh, you say $16 plus $8 shipping and handling? Yeah. $22? Yeah, it's a a great math head. for a uh, for an accountant there. It's embarrassing. <laughs> Golly, we trust you with stuff.
1: It's embarrassing. So $14? Yeah, there it is. That okay. is so embarrassing. All right, uh, next up. <laughs> Joe Flacco responds to Jalen Ramsey saying, Ravens QB sucks. Quote, add one more to the list. Uh, Joe Flacco was quoted uh, in response to this saying, I don't really have much of a comment. I don't really care. There's plenty of people out there saying things. Just add one more to the list. No big deal. Hmm. What do you guys think? Uh, Jalen Ramsey has gone on a rampage. He's Uh, talked about every quarterback. He has been quoted in the following of Josh Allen, quote, trash. Jared Goff, (laughs) quote, average to above average. Uh, He's said of Dak Prescott, quote, good, all right, and okay. He called Eli Manning nothing without OBJ. Yep. Ben what? Roethlisberger, he thinks is decent at best. Andrew Luck, quote, not good. <laughs> Ryan Tannehill, haven't heard great things about him. Matt Ryan, overrated. <laughs> and Blake Bortles, Blake, do what he got to do. <laughs> yeah. Guys, what do you think about, uh, first of all, Jalen Ramsey's ability to break down quarterbacks? And
2: uh, Joe Flacco's response to this? Well, first of all, I love it. Um, I I love a little bit of shit talk, especially before the games have even started. Um, And Joe Flacco, all he needs to say is, uh, hey, Jalen, where's your Super Bowl ring? Where's your Super Bowl MVP? Because I got one of those. Where's yours at? All right, cool. I'll wait. And then uh, maybe when you have one, then maybe we can talk.
0: Yeah. you kind of took the words out of my mouth there. All I'm going to say is that um, if he was being honest when asked about Blake Borders, Blake Bortles, he'd probably say trash or average at best. I mean, like let's be honest there. If you're going to if you're going to talk stuff, you got to talk crap to uh, you know, everyone around the board, but I love it. I think that he actually hit the nail on the head on a lot of these different quarterbacks and he kind of spoke the truth. So, it's kind of cool to watch. Now I'm hoping a quarterback come out and say, "Oh, Jalen Ramsey, trash. <laughs> my
1: favorite is how he quotes Ben Roethlisberger is decent at best. Decent at best.
0: That's my yeah. favorite. Well, I mean, he has been – I, I will say this. With Joe Flacco, the last three years, he's had terrible years. Oh, he's horrible, yeah. So yeah. the last he's three years horrible. have been pretty True. bad. So – um, Jaylen but Jalen Ramsey has was in the probably
2: league. still wearing diapers when he when Flacco won his Super Bowl. That's what I'm saying. Ring, so that's
0: what I'm saying. So he comes in the league and all he sees is three years of mediocrity. What else are you going to say about the guy? I mean, that's I,
2: fair. It's a fair assessment. I'm not saying that Joe Flacco's like a great quarterback, but he does have a
0: ring. Oh that, yeah, I just wish that all of these quarterbacks would stop being PC and well, just really tell us how they feel. They
1: used to call Joe Flacco elite.
0: Oh, that's he was. What the, they used to call Joe Flacco was the highest paid quarterback he in got the an league. He elite-ass contract. In the league, I yeah. will.
1: I will say, Jalen Ramsey is reminiscing me of Richard Sherman when Richard Sherman was prime time. Oh yeah, because the trash talking is gold. I mean, it's just flowing out of him like it's natural. It's it's pure 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 greatness for our podcast. For sure. I love it.
0: Absolutely love it. Hell All right, yeah. keep these
1: rolling. We'll go back to the ball diamond here. Uh, Mike Rizzo, the GM of the Nats, and Sean Kelly almost got into a physical confrontation. Uh, A few Mm -hmm. weeks back, the Washington Nationals reliever, Sean Kelly, threw his glove onto the ground after giving up a home run in what was a blowout win against, I believe it was the Mets. Mm -hmm. Um, Sean Kelly was later traded that week to the Oakland Athletics. And uh, Nats GM Mike Rizzo said at the time he thought Kelly was trying to show up as manager and later... We learned that on the night of Kelly's tantrum, he and Rizzo almost got into a physical confrontation, quote, the argument became heated, including raised voices, and eventually it almost almost became physical, according to people familiar with the exchange. Adam Eaton even got between the two of them and separated them before this could further advance. Guys, what do you think about a ball player and a general manager almost getting into a fist fight?
0: Honestly... You know, he threw his glove out of frustration because he didn't want to allow a home run. So he's competitive, right? He shouldn't have thrown his glove, but he was being competitive. I don't see how that alone is showing up to oh, manager. I,
1: I, I left it out. He threw his glove onto the field and glared into the, the Nats dugout, his home dugout. It mm-hmm. looked like he was calling his manager out on pitches called because he wasn't calling his own game.
0: Well, so who's calling the game, the catcher or the manager at this point?
1: Probably the manager through the catcher. I mean that's
0: usually then, then, how it works. Then then that's that's I would I would understand then I would understand how he could be a little frustrated, but at the same time, like let's let's push stuff under the rug and let's move on. I mean it's one game, it's one out, one inning. As a manager, if you're getting that upset about someone like dis like disappointed in the play call, all you have to say is look, I'm the manager, I call the plays, live and die by it. It is what it is. Like I'm the head honcho, I'm the head cheese. Either get on board, or we're going to trade you, and that's what they did. It didn't even need to come to blows.
2: I just wish it would have actually come to blows, and they would have fought. I mean, that's what I was. Who'd for. you have money on? Probably the player. Oh. I, I mean, don't know. Mike Rizzo is not
1: terribly Rizzo's, old. Rizzo's
0: I, the next player, so and Can, it's
2: pretty close to
1: Rizzuto, uh, so you know he's good. Guys,
0: there's an easy way. There's an easy way to settle card? this. It was a good reference, but there's an easy way to easy way to figure it out. All right. What you do is you do baseball jousting, okay? That's how you figure it out. Put a, put a player on shoulders and ride, at, run at each other. Run at each other with bats. Yep, and whoever knocks each other off, that's the winner. Problem See, solved. Do
2: you, do you go into it as a joust, or do you, like, try and dodge that first swing from him and then just, just take a full rip?
0: See, now that's uncalled for. That's, that's definitely, like, hitting below the belt. I mean, you just don't do that. I mean, that's not... That's not a gentleman style, all right? We're gentlemen here.
1: I I will say this is a terrible look for Mike Rizzo as a general manager, uh, almost coming into a physical confrontation with one of your players. Uh, Be professional. Be above that. You're a general manager, for Christ's sake. Um, also, the Nats' bullpen has fallen apart since they parted ways with Kelly, and before that, another important piece of their, their lineup. So the Nats have just been falling apart. So this is not good for They're Mike pretty Rizzo much
2: blowing everything up well, right now. Well, this is
0: the hardest part is that they're going to lose Bryce Harper now at the end of this. Well, and they just so it's all on this guy. They just
2: got rid of Daniel Murphy today Yep, well, to the Cubs. So yep, they're, they're in a lot of trouble. Getting rid of everybody. All right, last headline, guys. You get to leave. You
0: get to leave. Everyone gets to leave.
2: Just start with the minor league team. This one's
1: coming to us from the Trek. IndyCar's Robert Wickens undergoes surgery for thoracic spine fracture. Yeah. You you heard about
0: this? Oh, yeah. yeah. So
1: Wickens' car crashed head-on into a wall after he made contact with Ryan Hunter Ree. Early in the race, Wickens' car crawled up the wall and then got caught in the catch fence. The impact with the catch fence caused Wickens' car to spin violently around while in the air. He later landed uh, normal side up. Quote, titanium rods and screws were placed successfully yeah. in Wickens' spine during the surgery, which was performed without complication. The severity of the spinal cord injury is indeterminate at this time. Wickens is expected to undergo further surgeries to treat fractures in his lower extremities and right forearm. He remains in stable condition. Um, guys, Wickens is only 29 years old and is in the first season of IndyCar uh for himself his crash is now an extension for four year streak of IndyCar drivers being severely hurt or worse in crashes Uh, Justin Wilson died in 2015 after he was hit in the head with debris from a crash at Pocono 2016 James Hincliffe was impaled when his car slammed into the wall during preparation for the Indy 500 Sebastian Bourdais suffered a fractured pelvis when his car crashed into a wall as he attempted to qualify for 2017 Indy 500 guys is the Indy car series now more dangerous than the NFL
2: yeah they're going clearly (laughs) 20 miles an hour they in don't a, get CTE, in a, though. In an open an open roof. I mean, there's nothing keeping anything away from you. There's no windshield. There's no roof over your head. All you have to protect you is a helmet and a little box that you're sitting in. And that box is clearly not enough to save <laughs> your life. Um, but they all made that decision. They make a lot of money to race these super fast supercars. Yeah. And it's the same thing with NASCAR. It's the same thing with Formula 1. It's the same thing with MotoGP. Everybody makes a decision that that's what they want to do for a living. They want to go 220 miles an hour, and then people want to freak out because, oh, really, you had 30 cars on one track, and somebody clipped each other, and now a guy's dead because they crashed at 230 miles an hour? Oh, wow, I'm
0: so shocked. Here's the deal. Why not cap the speed at a certain amount? What if everyone drove, like, 100 miles an hour? Like what if you started it there to no, where? Fuck that. No, I'm just saying. Like, that's not fun. Well, but what's the fun of it? They go like 230 miles an hour. The fun of it is watching them wreck. I, I Come on. see. That's what I'm saying. So then, what's I mean, the
1: point? The exciting part of any car racing, in my opinion, is the fact that they're going twice as fast as normal people would even think of going. Here's
0: the deal: there's nothing exciting about car racing. No, I agree. Besides Except crashing. <laughs>
2: Fucking love
1: Boy, that I shit didn't in NASCAR. Say I
2: liked. Indy they were cars. racing it. <laughs> they were racing at Bristol this weekend. Short track racing.
0: Honestly, I don't even know how you know that,
2: dude. Because I watched it. And Bristol is awesome. It's short is track. Br- and there another is another left
0: hand turn.
2: Rex left and right at another Bristol. Another left Wre- hand racing turn. Is all in news, bro.
0: It's another left hand it's, turn. It's that, I told you guys. That did you guys precedent? see all those cars take another left hand turn. I
2: told you guys I was gonna start betting on NASCAR because it's just fun to watch them wreck.
0: So you're going to, like, bet on who wrecks first? Danica Patrick, every time. She She uh, put money on it. She retired. That's what I'm saying. She's still going to wreck somehow. Pace car. I don't know. Yeah, her insurance. Pace car. Through the roof. (laughs) Um, What's next? What's next? Do you think that that might happen? Like, you think as a race car driver, your insurance is higher because of your profession?
1: I feel like it'd be lower. No, it's probably lower because you're a professional driver. You're
0: a professional driver, but you're also driving 230 miles an hour.
1: Well, yeah, but you're so, not insured your for the race. You're the, no, no, I'm
0: just, I'm just thinking that like they're like, well, you drive, like, you drive really miles fast for like, a living. So the more probable of you, you know speeding is a lot more than a lot of other people. That's fair. I, I
1: bet it depends on the car. If it's like a sports car, it's like way higher. If it's like a normal car, they're like, all right, fine.
0: Do you know like whenever you're going like van? if you're if you're on the toll road or something and you're going like 80, 80 85, which is the speed limit. And then you get on the regular road, and it's like 40, and you're like, oh, my God, I'm crawling. Feels, <laughs> Do you think yeah. that those those guys have, like, they're going, like, 65. They're like, what is going on? I'm, like, crawling in traffic. They probably can't drive anywhere. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. They have, tra- they have tra- somebody tra- drive there. Traffic. <laughs> in and out.
1: They just don't know. How.
0: All right. Sorry. Next one. Next. That was Front Page News. That's nice. it. That's it. Cool. Let's see what we got next. Year. Absolutely love it. I'm glad we, that we actually have. What are these things called? Segments? Not segments, but this thing. Show guys. Show guys. Yeah. I don't know how Coach figured well, this out, but you didn't get one, but I, I, know I, I you're didn't. Be but I'm good with it. And
2: they're double sided, so we oh save paper. My gosh. I know. Yeah, I work for an environmental Well, it's company, it's a so. state. Like, what are you going to do? It is a state. <laughs> <laughs> Shit.
0: Uh, well, next we got... He had to do this off of an employee's computer so we'd in trouble.
1: Well, hey, check this out. Ballad doesn't like doing baseball games, and neither do I because he can't get lines on them. So I found us a sport where we could get us some lines, fellas. Oh, my God. Because guess what? The show must go on. Yeah, uh, baby. All right, boys. First impressions this week. We're going classic. Football. We got some nice games across the world. I like it. Uh, We'll start off with the Thursday night, the 23rd game. This is MLS. We have a classic Texas rivalry. Love it. FC Dallas is traveling to the Houston Dynamo. Uh, FC Dallas is plus 235. Houston Mm. is plus 105. Mm. And the draw Plus
0: two fifty five. Chad,
1: I'm gonna start with you since you showed up late. Yeah, baby. Who you got.
0: I'm gonna go with Dynamo, baby. They've uh, they've been kicking it this year. They're doing really well. Uh, give me them at home. Love it. Three one. Put it Deal? on the books.
2: I like the good money on the draw. Soccer can be a little boring sometimes, but I'm thinking a two two draw. Bunch of scoring. Draw. Give me the good. Give me the big time money.
1: All right. Well, uh, you know what. I'll be a little gambling, man. I'll go ahead and take the high money on Dallas. Give me FC Dallas on the road. Let's see what happens. Love it. it. Road
0: dog. The road dog. All
1: right. So next up we'll have Saturday the 25th. We're going to Italy for this one, boys. Serie A. We have Lazio at... The new Cristiano Ronaldo Juventus. Juventus. Lazio is plus 750. Juventus is net minus 265 at home. And the draw, plus 385.
2: Dale, what you think is going to happen? Uh, Yeah, I got to take the... Uh,
0: Holy smokies.
2: Baby bro, Trent Spillman just walked into oh the Oh, my building. gosh.
0: Friend of the podcast. Friend, friend of the pod.
2: Friend, friend oh, and family. Right
0: oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. I didn't gosh. wear mine today.
2: On <laughs> we'll get you a beer and come talk sports with us. Uh, I'm going to actually go um, and take the low money. Uh, just drop like $50,000 on, on Juve to win this thing.
0: Oh, my gosh. You're betting the house.
2: Yeah. Bet the whole Or bet
0: the trailer. The whole trailer. <laughs> bet the trailer.
2: <laughs> the whole trailer. Chad, who you got in this one?
0: Yeah, I think uh, Cristiano Ronaldo finally breaks the seal. Right? He hasn't scored yet. It's going to be the first one.
2: Yeah. Not yet.
0: So, got him breaking the seal. But I'm going with the draw. Going with the draw on this one, boys. Give me the plus money on the draw.
2: Ooh, the big money on draw, too. there's
0: not the big money. The big big money, money would be yeah. on the other team coming in and actually Lot, beating Juventus. But or I mean, the what, hell what, you what said are you that say? Lazio. Lazio uh, yeah, sure. in Serie A. Um, Italian. Italiano. You
1: know I'm going to share sentiments with our boy, the expert Chad here. I'm also going with a 1 1 draw at Juventus. Love it. We'll see what happens. Uh, Next up, Saturday the 25th, we're going over to España. La Liga. We got Barcelona traveling to Real Valladolid. Uh, Barca is minus 600 on the road. Real Valladolid plus 1,400. And the draw, a nice plus 600. Chad, who you got in this one?
0: Honestly, start with... uh um our our uh, host Dale over there because I was not listening to anything you just um, said.
1: Barcelona at Real Valladolid. Ooh. Barcelona's the heavy favorite.
0: Yeah. Uh give me Barcelona on this one. I don't I don't see how how they don't don't win this game. If they don't it's really embarrassing.
2: Dale? Um just to be a little different, I'll say draw. But is oh, gonna win, but I'll going say draw. With the draw, well, I'm gonna share the sentiments of
1: our expert. I thought we were gonna go clean sweep on this. I
2: should have, but I'm just to trying to be different. I knew which way y'all
1: were going. Yeah, you're just trying to whatever, lose money. dude. That's that's all we know. You
0: uh, only bet on NASCAR now, so this doesn't NASCAR, even matter.
1: Big NASCAR guy. Next up in Huge La Liga, NASCAR guy. If you
0: ain't burning, you ain't
1: racing. We already talked racing, guy. Uh, next up in La Liga, we have Aureo Vallecano. Going to Atletico Madrid, uh, Rayo is plus 1,700, Atletico is minus 575, and the draw plus 550. Dale, who you got?
2: Oh, he's good. I I like uh, Atletico. Chad?
0: Uh, give me money on the plus 1,700. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what a line. That just means they're trash or the other team's that good. Um, yeah. Yeah.
2: That's exactly what it means. Yeah, both ways, mean, actually, what you just uh, said.
0: all you know, Honestly, uh, I'll go with a tie on this one. I'll go 1-1 one, one tie.
2: All right, or nil-nil. Nil.
1: Uh, Trent, do you have any feelings on uh, Rayo Vallecano going to Atletico Madrid as a heavy underdog on the road? I
2: plead the fifth. It's nope. easy enough. No comment. All right, easy enough.
1: Fair. I will also go with Atletico on this one. Uh, so I, I think they're too good.
2: Yeah, take All that right. money. We got a
1: couple more games up, fellas, and we're going over to London this time. The English Premier League. The UK, if you will. Hey, uh, you uh,
2: funny story before you get into that. Trent thought that it was BPL? The British? British Premier League. He no, didn't. It's English because it's the whole
1: UK. It's Wales, England, I and, tried the, like and the other one. Knew what I was about. And the, the other one.
2: Fan? And. Uh, he instantly corrected me. It he failed.
1: He quickly
0: backfired. <laughs> I felt awful about it. <laughs> felt really dumb. Well, Should- let me
1: tell
2: you.
0: The
1: first game we have up on the t- 25th, West Ham United traveling to Arsenal. Uh, Arsenal coming off a tough loss to Chelsea. Shout out. Uh, West Ham plus 700. Arsenal a nice minus
2: 290. And the draw, a cool f- plus 425. Ooh. Dale, who you got? My gut says Arsenal, but that plus What's 425 says to take the draw. So I'm going to go with the draw and win some money.
0: Are you betting the house?
2: No. No, okay. no, no. no. Okay. Not, not on this one. Okay. okay. The other one I am for sure. Okay. Because I need I need to, to spend money to make money.
0: It's true. It's true. It's like craps. You got to spend money to make money. That's right. Uh, I'm going to go with the draw as well. I love it. All right. Well, I'm gonna
1: go ahead and believe in the Gunners on this one. Uh, they're not playing my team, so I'm gonna take Arsenal at
0: home. Is that their their, their name, the Gunners? Yeah, the Gunners. Yeah, their their logo is
1: a
2: cannon.
0: But isn't that the cannons? The Gunners. <laughs> they <laughs> yeah, make in, a
1: good point. <laughs> in England, they call cannons Gunners. I don't fucking know. Dude. <laughs> they just asked me. Trent, you got a you got an opinion on this?
2: Oh uh, yeah, we're gonna go with the the big upset here, bud. Uh, I don't know what teams are involved in this you, <laughs> go, <are> you you're <laughs> yeah, going, going with West play. Ham Arsenal. on the road West ham. West ham, 100% West Ham, dude I'm a big oh. West Ham guy Alright um, I watch it all the time Sounds good as Honey Ham I'm gonna say <laughs> But West Ham's good <laughs> I'm going to say West Ham uh. Honey Ham is definitely
1: good I'm Oh so. my honey god. Ham, that's fair The Ooh. last game on First Impressions, fellas Chelsea traveling to Newcastle United Chelsea, the road favorite at minus 155. Ooh. Newcastle at plus 425 in the draw, a cool plus 280. Mm. Trent, you got an opinion? Newcastle 100%. Oh, Newcastle, love guy, it. Loving the dogs.
2: Big fan of the dogs.
0: Oh, Big yeah. Guy. Ooh,
1: ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh,
0: Dale, who you got?
2: Uh, I got to go Chelsea, man.
0: Don't take the blues. I got they are? they the blues? the blues. Yeah, I got to take the blues. You would. You yeah. clown. Chad, who you got? I'll take the draw on this one. Uh, I, I will never take the Blues uh, because that's your team. So, fuck them.
1: That's a classy pick. Uh, fuck the Blues. I'm going my favorites. Uh, I'm taking Chelsea to ride a nice 3-0 start to the uh, English Premier League. You don't
2: have a City game in there anywhere? No, I didn't have a line
1: on that. Mm. Damn. These were literally the only two EPL games that had lines. Honestly, so.
0: they don't even put lines out for City because they're fucking trash. So.
1: But, hey, I they're found us though. some lines and though. got us some games. <laughs> Fellas, that was
2: first impression. Love I liked it. it. I liked
0: it. Way better than baseball, I'll tell you that.
2: Way better than baseball. It's really good. All right. Uh, Let's go ahead and hit the nightcap sponsored by beautiful, delicious, strange lamb brewery. Get this (laughs) thing over with.
0: Beer for any, every, and all occasions.
1: Damn right. Yeah, and we're not going to leave the sport of soccer. Uh, We're going to stay in the English Premier League as well. uh, Keep it in the old EPL.
0: Check this out. Oh, my gosh. This is the last time we do show guides. What? Never mind. Keep doing show guides. I'd rather talk soccer than do show guides. But it's so crazy because we don't ever talk football On this show, until you do the show guides, and then we always with ballot have wrestling with the slight input of golf with the fucking Dale over here, which is terrible at best. Which is just—it's so crazy because mine would be straight basketball. I was trying. I I would probably do. I would probably do the best show guides honestly if I had time to actually do them. Well, yeah. And I actually wanted to do them. I'd probably do the best show guides. Yeah, you think you would do the best show guides? You would do a really good show guide. So. I'd probably do a, a bomb show guide. I'll do a show guide for you guys next week. I nah. won't be here next week because nah, I will be out of town, but I will do the show guide. It we're literally just going to skip over
1: all of it. It's fine. You shouldn't because uh,
0: then you just talk golf the whole time. Well, look, yeah, let me, let, let, me sp- to begin with.
1: let me explain this, Chad, because uh, this is not soccer for me. This is for Ballad. Uh, oh, shout nice. out. Shout out. This is a cool story. Nice. The This is a... Uh, Man, now I'm forgetting the fucking team name that we had on here. Uh, Will you look up that story? Um, This is great. Anyway, the EPL had its first Filipino goalkeeper ever start in net for them this past weekend. Nice. He is also the first ever Southeast Asian player to play in the English Premier League. Um, He has had a rough start because his team is, well, not very good. I do not
2: even know the name of the team.
0: That's how good they are. No, they I, are. Well,
1: I know they lost 2-0 to Bournemouth, <laughs> and Bournemouth, I'm surprised I even know. So there <laughs> Play you have it. for Cardiff City. Cardiff City. Uh, his name really is Neil team. Etheridge. City guy. Um... He is half English, half Filipino. Uh, his mother's side is Filipino, and uh, nice. very clearly he's a mama's boy because he appreciates the Filipino side to him. He uh, looks very Filipino. He is really trying to boost the sport of soccer in Southeast Asia and the Philippines. Uh, they're all big basketball guys. I don't know if you knew that. I do know that. Uh, so he's really trying to reshape the sports scene uh, in the Philippines. Um, but he, he's been impressive. He's made some great saves for Cardiff City so far. Um, but this is a big historical moment for uh, for the English
2: Premier League. Yeah, it's a pretty cool story. The uh, guy's got great hair, um, as most Filipinos do. Uh, I've noticed that. If you're from Phil- uh, the Philippines, you have good hair. It's, it's real similar. It's, it's, it's you're not a just a good-looking person. If you're from
0: them, it's not just that. The they probably have like the best rice maker in the world because they make their own rice. Oh my gosh, it is big
2: rice guys. The rice
0: here. is amazing. I don't know what it big is, rice guys. but it's phenomenal. Like. Like our our uh, host of the podcast Filipino has his own rice maker that's like a hundred years old, and it makes the best rice. Honestly, I can say that. It goes great, make, great with some Popeyes. Like to, you know what I mean? It like goes great to. with some Popeyes. Yeah,
2: shout out to our uh, our host Ballad and uh, good friend of the podcast uh, BJ. BJ from
0: from the Philippines. Oh, BJ!
2: Beautiful hair. Great looking guy. Beautiful hair. <laughs> No just, homo about it. I mean, you just guys a lot were of talking good. to
1: me last week about looking at the body issue and you guys are just like oogling Taking
0: over it Filipino way over men. the
2: top here. But they have great hair. I'm jealous. I want it's, nice hair like that. It's not gay if it's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> very true. Very true. Right. That's really what it comes to. Hey, and that's
1: fair. Uh, we really couldn't welcome. have ballad in studio, so we had to have a story for ballad I love to make it feel like he was here. So love it.
2: Uh, yeah. Shout out to Neil Etheridge. Shout out to to Etheridge. Shout out to, uh, the shout the out to Ballad for not being here. Shout out. Hope you're uh, enjoying Thailand. Um,
0: no, no, no. Tell him to stop sending us pictures of his, like, like of whole fish. Like, whole what the fish. heck, man?
2: What the fuck was that? I like, don't know, dude. He sent us a picture of a raw fish today. It was gross. He wants Why? to, he wants to show us. a raw fish. They're I don't know. It looked like It was raw. It was a whole cooked fish. You know yeah. What say, right, whatever. Yo, it looked raw. Whatever you do in Thailand... I don't know. Does it stay in Thailand? <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Bank, Bangkok's got it now. <laughs> Bangkok's got it now. <laughs> all right, guys, that's going to do it for us. We're actually under time, so that's cool. We Ooh. can talk golf real quick. No. Oh, okay, no. we'll skip it. We'll skip it. Um, not today, Baba. Not, not today, Baba. <laughs> not today, Baba. Not today. All right, boys, that's going to do it for us. Chad, glad you made it. Oh, you missed pleasure. The first half of the show.
0: Hey, fat. Classic Chad fashion. Yeah. I miss
2: 98% of the show. So Well, don't worry. Stick around. We got an amateur hour to record. We got the Big 12 preview coming up. It will be amateur. Check out the amateur sure. hour coming out on Friday. Big 12 preview. Coach, thanks for being here.
1: Before we go, where's our show bet?
2: Show bet. Oh, it wasn't looking good. Uh-oh, don't tell me that. No, it uh, was. It, it got good. It, it's, getting, oh. it's getting good. Oh boy. Um Middle of the seventh. We're going to bottom of the seventh. The Braves are up five to nothing. Oh, my we goodness. we still got a chance, but things Braves are going to be real exciting coming the last couple innings. <laughs> it's it's getting, getting good. Big Braves guy. So Box. stay tuned. Yeah. Stay tuned for the amateur hour. We got Big 12 preview coming. That was our pro show. I'm your host, Spencer Spellman. Until next week, this is our pro show. We're the Sports Buzz, and we are out. God damn it, Bubby.